Hello and welcome to episode number 102 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. As that number gets higher, it's going to become harder to read every week, so look forward to that. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It's June 11th. My name is Daryl, and today I'm once again joined by Sergio. How are you, man? Hey, Daryl. I'm doing well. You know, lately I've been answering that question by saying I am peachy. I don't know if that's good or bad, but yeah, I'm doing pretty peachy today. I view that as a good thing. Yeah. I don't really know why. I don't know what about being a peach or like a peach is a good thing, but <laughs> <laughs> let's just go with the good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with we'll go with good. You know, like like peachy. Okay. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Are you peachy? Uh, yeah. I, you know, shout out to Peachy, one of our favorites. You know, ever. <laughs> he was a he was a host uh, many moons ago, and I still remember the episode because he is the number one Luigi fan. In the universe, I'm doing I'm doing pretty decent, you know. I have um, three different liquids about a foot away from me. You know, I have some hot water. I have uh, strange phrasing there, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is and by no means as strange as you think. But yeah, anyway, I have hot water. I have organic brew, Dr. Kombucha, ginger and lemon. I know we're not gonna you know advertise for that, so I'm gonna skip ahead. And then I have something called ginger stardust. You literally, tea. just did. Well, I mean, I, I, I just did it in a very nonchalant way because usually I'd be like, "Oh, blah blah," you know, sponsor us, please. Not really, whatever. Let's get to it, Daryl. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I, uh, I'm having fun. So let's keep having fun. What are you guys playing lately? Man, you know what? I've been playing some of that Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive <laughs> Edition. <laughs> it's a good game it's a really good game <laughs> it, it is um and uh, you know i i've been messing around with the button mapping like i said last time and it still feels really good you know combat still feels very fluid um and then something happened in the game in the story that i don't want to talk about here you know maybe in our spoiler uh episode later on if we ever do one but something happened and the game got more engaging and i love it even more and I don't have to worry about Blades because, you know, that took up so much of my time from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I'm having a good time with it so far. Uh, with doing quests that do not take away from the game too much. Except if you have to go back to the person that you, you know, uh, you know, talked about the quest in the beginning. You know, I just like it when, when mm. the quest is complete and then you can move on, you know, to your next uh, <laughs> yeah, thing. From, right? from there, yeah. Right. I got. I gotta say, if you let it though, the quests in this game will bury you, absolutely bury you, and you'll be like, "I just wanna, I just wanna move on with the game. I wanna go save so and so." Fine, I'll go beat up three bunnies. Sure. Yeah. And then you go back, and he's like, "Hey, can you also beat up these four birds?" And you're like, "God." Okay. Yeah, I can do that. You know what's interesting though? Um, there are there are certain people that you can talk to for quests. Like you can just like get all of them at one time. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Can it's you do kind this? of <laughs> it's kind of inconsistent about it because like, you're right. Like sometimes, like after you're done talking to him, the exclamation point is still there. You're like, well, I'll just talk to you again. And he's like, hey, uh, yeah, can you also beat up these guys? And then these guys, <laughs> and these guys. It's so many requests. And you would think like, oh, why don't you just give me all of them at one time? You know, it's just save a uh, save the press of an A button. <laughs> but uh, oh well, Sergio, you should get this game. I, I think you would love it, man. 
I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll tell you right now. You know, Daryl said it, I'm saying it. You know, that's two out of four, um, or two out of five actually. Because actually, does Beck like this game? She does, right? So she played it a little bit. Um, I'm. I think the the jury's still out on it. We'll see. Okay, so you ha- you have at least two out of five. I mean, that's forty percent. I mean, that, that that's more than thirty three percent. I mean, you know, that that's usually pretty good. So that means that you should probably. Play the game. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, like Xenoblade, uh, it's it's created uh, developed by Monolith Soft. Uh, Monolith Soft, I honestly truly believe that they are the best video game world creators at this point period Mm. hands down um and i don't think it's close like i can't think of anybody who even even comes close to them uh between all the xenoblade games and the work that they've done on other games including freaking breath of the wild i mean come on Mm -hmm. i this studio isn't it's just an amazing studio um and what they're able to do with just like it's really interesting because you go to these new areas and the areas are like freaking gigantic and you can see in a long way and, and you know, there's something kind of interesting and there's like a waterfall over there and you're like, oh, okay, there's a waterfall over there. And sure enough, you'll be able to like walk over there and eventually go to the waterfall and there'll be this like little path behind it that leads to another quest or something. It's just like, it's so fleshed out with like, you can spend all the time in the world in like each of the areas, like learning little nuances um, in one area I was in, uh, playing last night, I found this little area where like, there was like this council of a certain kind of monsters. It was like this dude on a throne and like six of the littler monsters kind of like flanking him to his sides and such. So it looked like a king in their, his like guards. And he was like a named monster that, you know, it was a, a couple levels above me. So that was a little scary. But then if you just like ran in there, you'd get in a battle with like 12 different monsters and such, which is like really, really brutal in this game. But it's just interesting to like stumble upon these these little just little like set piece things in the game. Mm. It's, it's it's really cool. I love what they've done with it. And I love, love the uh, remake, remaster, whatever whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, all the work that they've done to upgrade this game. Um, bring all of that to Xenoblade X, please. Please. <laughs> I got to think, at this point, it's got to be coming. Um, and boy, would that game be awesome with a few uh, user interface updates and a, a little bit of a graphical bump. Man, sign me up. <laughs> now I have to ask, are the graphics... And uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, are they <clears throat> described as warm and earthy? I just want to... No. Oh. No. Okay. Um, the graphics are actually pretty decent, being a, a Wii U game, so it was actually an HD game. Ooh, um, okay. Some of the character models look like absolute trash, though, so if they actually brought it into this like Xenoblade 2 anime-style characters, which actually... Like, I saw it getting some hate for being kind of anime-style, but I really like what it does to these characters, so... I'm on board completely. So, yeah, that's that's me. Sweet. Sergio, what have you been playing, man? Uh, the usual. Animal Crossing, Rocket League, and Clubhouse games. Not as much as I thought. I have a couple of issues with the game, but maybe I just need to play it more. And maybe oh. some of the issues are a little warranted, but we might get to that in a future review. Oh, you know? oh it's our game of the month. We will get oh, to man. that. <laughs> We still have to play billiards and uh, have our hosts battle for uh, not Uno, but uh, Mass Card. 
yeah. last card. <laughs> and we're we're all hoping for the big deuce update. So you know, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Real quick, I almost forgot, but I have also been playing Animal Crossing, and I'm proudly would love to announce. Okay, I know it seems like a big deal, and it really is. Um, I don't know why my hands are like this. If you can see my hands, they're kind of like you know, in in this like like this bright light shine, whatever this form. Okay, I don't know. But sound them out. Sound them out. Sound out. Okay, but you know what? Okay. You know, you know, I love basketball, right? I love basketball. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have my own custom old school basketball court. So what I did on last Saturday, I, or I think it was last Saturday, uh, I spent about three hours and 25 minutes on creating my basketball court. And, you know, it turned out really well, even though I used a few more designs than I needed to. And it has... This this doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is to me. Uh, It has 50 likes on Twitter. I was like, wow, okay, this is interesting because I barely get that much. I'd probably get like two. No, I'm just kidding. But but yeah, you know, it's it's, it's cool. And like uh, when I look at it more, I love it. And then I added like, you know, the green sofas, right? The box sofas, the corners. You know, I had a corner here, and then oh. like, I them up, and another corner, and a, and a diner sofa. I had two more. I just ordered three more, and then I'm gonna, and then I have a double sofa on the side. I don't know, man. I'm just, it feels great, and I, it's, and I even have like pairs of shoes, high tops, and basketball shoes on the courts, and I have three basketballs, not two, not four, just three. I don't know why. And then, you know, and oh, 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 um, I've also. I have hybrid flowers. I've I've done some more hybrid flowering, oh. you know, so more people can be like nice flowers, bruh, a million times more. Yeah, because, pretty, yeah. pretty nice flowers, bruh. Yeah, right? And then, uh, oh, I have an update on my villagers. Um, so, uh, you know, one, you know, two of my villagers have left. Um, one of them through a very interesting deal that I've talked about, <laughs> that I've talked about in Discord. Um, <laughs> But uh, I have Nana, the the pink monkey, and then I have Hans, the the Yeti, I believe, kind of like Yeti gorilla mm. thing. Okay, yeah. So uh, they're pretty cool so far, and that's all I got. <laughs> that's my update for Animal Crossing. No, that's nice because you know those type of projects they take forever, but they're very rewarding. And then you might remember that I said, ah, I don't know about my soccer field because what can you do? You don't really use it. It looks pretty and it's just there. But you know what? When I was redoing some work on my island and I needed space to just drop things, it was perfect. <laughs> so <laughs> keep that in mind for your basketball court. It's a perfect place it's to just drop also things. Also a trash pile. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Double purpose. Perfect. Oh, well, it's, it's actually funny you mentioned it. I didn't post any pictures anywhere yet. Uh, I will. But I did. I finished my hockey rink in, in oh. Animal Crossing, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I want to see so, it. Well, I, I got to pull them off the, off the switch. But, I mean, it, it looks pretty good. Um, nice. You know, it's got boards all the way around. Actually got a few villagers standing around it and such. So, oh. you know, I'm hoping a fight breaks out. That'd be kind of cool. Um, <laughs> Wait, you have villagers standing on your hockey rink? No, I don't play Animal Crossing, man. Oh, come on, man! You know you got I me get excited. Get you every week with that, man. I thought, I thought, okay, well, you know what? I gave, I, I had some faith. I was like, man, maybe Daryl, 
secretly did an Animal Crossing project that no one wanted to know about. You know, I'm not trying to be gullible. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt, but uh, you know what? Okay. <laughs> That'll teach you. Now, that's fine. I will believe you less if it's about Animal Crossing. <laughs> that's fine. That's uh, just fine. So, I mean, around this time, uh, those listening to us are probably thinking, eh, I wonder what this episode is going to be about. <laughs> well, you know what? So are we. So we actually we decided to have some fun and we reached out to our Discord community. By the way, if you want to be included in this fun going forward, um, please join our Discord. There is a link to it at our Twitter at Nintendo Jump. Um, it's one of the best places on the Internet. I mean it. We always have people playing games. We always have people just like having fun conversations and such. It's family friendly. It's it's a lot of fun. So uh, please hop in our Discord. But we, yeah, we put out a call for some impromptu on the spot type questions um, from our Discord community r- literally right before recording this. I don't know what we're going to get. Uh, I know some of them. Some of them have been coming in and some of them are fairly tricky. So what do you think, guys? You want to you want to jump in? But before we do. Can we do like a lead-in intro <laughs> for on the spot, or we're going? It's on? not on the spot. Okay, uh, fine. fine. Okay. All right, fine. fine. And now, and now, uh, say something a little different too. Okay, everybody. So as Daryl mentioned, you know, we're doing it. We're going fast, blazing through the trails. We're gonna do on the spot. Winging it, winging it, winging it, winging it. <laughs> okay. After dark. No. <laughs> yes. uh, all right. So I'm. I don't really have a, a real good way that this is going to work. So I'm just going to uh, jump in with my favorite question on this list. Have you ever seen anything as ugly as the PlayStation Five, Kevin? Uh, okay. Hold on. This is like. You know, I don't think it's ugly. I think it's like a medieval sort of like this thing where, you know, you see it and it just looks, you know, I, I think it looks pretty good. Um, it looks better than my PS4, uh, you know, and and you know, the best part is that I can actually have those, I can actually have a PS5 right now. You know, I have two things that could look like a PS5, um, you know, my PS4. Are they a notebook and a router? <laughs> Uh, close. It's my router and my PS4. <laughs> so my PS4, I'd have to add those, you know, bright white wings, right? And then boom, it's the PS5. Oh my god! <laughs> so the PlayStation re- PlayStation reveal happened today, uh, and we watched it. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say, but we'll get to some more questions on it. Um, I think, man, I do not like the way that thing looks. No, like, I have multiple oh. people I'm talking to who are like. You know, for those of us married, like our our wives are like, no, you're not bringing that in the house. <laughs> <laughs> if you're bringing that in the house, you know, it's going to be behind stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you think, Sergio? I haven't actually heard your opinions on these design stylings of the PlayStation 5. Yeah, you know, the first word that comes to mind is try hard. Ugly. <laughs> Fugly and ugly. No, uh, try hard. Like it's trying too hard to look fancy and sleek and futuristic to me, and they went way too far with that. It, I it doesn't appeal to any of those. Like I don't know. I I, I don't like it. No, no, get it away. <laughs> What's funny is like 
so the PlayStation PlayStation went this direction, which looks like um, a router in a white uh, collared shirt. Um, <laughs> and then the new Xbox uh, Series X literally just looks like a square column. Yes. <laughs> like, so like, I don't. What is going on? Like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I've never been like I don't really care too much about like the designings of of consoles or anything. But man, you can't. These things are so different. It's really weird. <laughs> and they yeah. both kind of look like different designs of routers. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> I I mean I can see why um, you two and others don't like the design. I mean it it is very interesting. Um, I I don't know. For me, I. I, I wouldn't mind having it in my room. I mean, like if I were to get a PS5, uh, and I'm not gonna compare it to the dev kit that came, uh, you know, a while back. That was a behemoth. But for what it looks like right now, I mean, I I, I don't know. Maybe something about it, and like it reminds me of the Jetsons. Like if the Jetsons were to create a console, it would look like this. And I think that's exactly what Sergio said. <laughs> like if, if you make something that looks like the jet it would be on the jetsons you're trying too hard guys <laughs> <laughs> point taken but yeah uh now i do have to say though i do not like the controllers um now i have a controller right now from the ps4 mm. and one thing that's very consistent uh especially with you know the blue controller i have right here is that it has d-pad and sony buttons that are black with a blue background right so just work with me here. The, the the new PS5 controller it has a bright white background for you know the upper part, and then it has white uh, dev sorry white D pad buttons and white Sony buttons. And to me, it's like you know where's the contrast? It kind of mm. bothered me a bit. I don't like the way it looks in that sort of sense. I think that now granted the bright white and jet black colors are sleek in general, but I think if they had you know uh, black D-pad and Sony buttons with that white background in general. I think that that would be a better pairing. But you know, I'm not a Sony designer or artist, so what do I? What what does my opinion matter? <laughs> but I think that it would work better that way uh, through my suggestion. Uh, but you know, just my opinion. Now, do we know if it's called the DualShock Five? Because I know in the past Sony has been very almost like proud of you know this is our DualShock format and we hardly need to change it and people recognize the shape right and people do and like you see third-party knockoff controllers and they have the same shape because i guess it works and because it's recognizable at this point and then all of a sudden with this new the, the next console they decide to change it uh, i mean it might work for the best you know for the controller but i just wonder why why now yeah i don't know i mean i think they just i mean look they've been Let's just be honest. Like, they've been the clear number three, I think, just for the past year or two. I mean, like, just, like, with with the, the things of, like, canceling PSX and, you know, just being very quiet about things. Like, I think they just want to make a splash and try something different. And, you know, um, I think their DualShock 4 controller is pretty decent. Like... Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Um, it fits well in my hand, much better than DualShock 3 and the DualShock 2. Uh, and although... For shooters, you would you would rather have the 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 layout kind of like reverse, where you have the the uh, analog stick on the upper side of the controller, right? Kind of like the Xbox controller or the Nintendo Switch Pro controller, but instead they have the the analog sticks 
in the middle, right next to each other. Um, so I mean, that's bad. I think I don't think they're gonna change that. Uh, but I I think they just want to make a change and like yeah, maybe they didn't hit a home run with the, <laughs> the look of the console, even though I still like it, like the look of it. But uh, you know, they just wanted to try something different and. I mean, they're not straying. They're not straying too far away from the formula of the DualShock, but we'll see. I mean, we we have gone way too long on this, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna move on uh, okay. a little bit. So we did watch the presentation, and um, last uh, for for you Nintendo diehards, they're saying, "Yo, stop talking about PlayStation." No, we're gonna talk about it one more time um, <laughs> because nice. we watched the presentation today, and they showed off a lot of games. They showed they talked a lot of tech specs, which okay. Um, so Naprat actually asked, and I, I think this is actually a really good question: um, What is good about PlayStation Five that sh- Nintendo should learn to do? It's a hard question because I don't know much about <laughs> PlayStation Five, but you know what did you what did you guys see? Like Sergio, did you see something? You're like, man, I, I wish. Yeah, and you know I've seen it even uh, before, like on the PlayStation Four. I don't not maybe not so much the three, but basically Sony caters to its developers a little more than Nintendo. Well, a lot more than Nintendo used to, and a little more than they do now. And uh. basically. By that, I mean approaching them and working directly with them when you're developing your next system to see what they need. Oh, we want more RAM. We want this. We want that. Hardware features that Nintendo could give them, you know, just to facilitate third-party support. Uh, You don't have to do everything they tell you, but you can listen and take things into account. Um, I feel like Sony does a really good job at that. Um, Maybe not as much as uh, Microsoft but very close. And I think Nintendo, like I said, they have done better with that, uh, especially with the Switch compared to the Wii and the Wii U. But I think they could do a little more, and I think they could learn that from Sony. That's a really good point. Um, I like that you mentioned it because, you know, whenever there's a new console coming out, like, I think it is important to make sure that your devs are, or the devs are well informed of, like, you know, the, the possible capabilities and trying to unlock the most out of the console as much as, like, soon as possible. Um, you know, we've we've seen, you know, time and time again, games coming out from the beginning of a console's shelf life to the end, and like, especially with the PS2 and PS3, I noticed there was a huge difference. Uh, I remember watching this one video of how uh, there was the developers. They were saying how the PS3 was really hard to develop because it was totally different. It was using different architecture, and right. And I was seeing this one part where now I don't remember. Like what game they showed at the very beginning of the PS3 shelf life, but you know, towards like the end, and by end I mean like you know, right before uh, PS4 came out, they were showing The Last of Us, which is a great, great game to show off to to showcase the PS3's capabilities because that looks a it's a it's a great game. Uh, has good you know in terms of style and substance, like it looks really good and it is a very engaging you know thriller of a game. And uh, so yeah, I I, I think. The, the the sooner you can work with you know the companies and with just the the devs like the better and then be able to you know really truly create the best game possible and by best I mean you know typically it's you know the one they def, there's definitely a focus on graphical output which is totally understandable um, hmm. for me it's really hard for me to answer this because typically I prefer I usually go, err on the side of um, the online capabilities, uh, 
but we don't really know too much about that yet with the PS5, so I don't know how to answer this question yet. Um, I don't want to talk about the graphics because I think it's 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 unfair to say that because you know Sony and Nintendo consoles are built differently. Uh, they they care towards different things. Uh, so uh, I you know, Nap Naprat, I mean, I would probably ask this question again maybe in a year or two uh and i think it'd be a be more of a fair question for me at least but i think Sergio made a great mm. point um so <laughs> the way he asked it i don't have a, i don't have a great answer what is good about the ps5 that nintendo should learn to do um i like and i'm not i'm not trying to be just a homer i didn't see all that much good in this video uh that's fair yeah and that's not even like to to prove my point that I'm not really being a, a homer. Um, on the Xbox reveal video that they showed some some other games and, and such, I actually was impressed by a bunch of things. Here I wasn't at all. Um, in, in particular, like they seem to have this like extreme push for photorealistic graphics that just don't look good. Uh, they're they're driving into the uncanny valley and like pitching a tent like they're just like living there and I'm like this is bad this is not like I said in the in the discord um, something I learned from this presentation I, I kind of knew it so that's that's kind of a lie but um, something that got solidified for me is that art style is better like always a preferable direction than just graphical power yes right uh, and there's even an example of it in this video of like you go through you go from things um, like Returnal and NBA 2K21 or whatever that are using like these like motion capture like supposedly like really really realistic graphics and such that I look at that and I'm like oh you know it gives me this weird feeling um, and then they they cut to this game called Kena K E N A that has like a beautiful art style and the game looks freaking incredible for it. And I'm just like, why isn't every game something like, like more like this? Um, and, and darkest in our, uh, discord kind of called me out a little bit, uh, rightfully so. Um, even for the, like in the Xbox reveal, uh, they showed off a, the sequel to Hellblade. Um, and which I thought looked really impressive actually. So it's not just that I'm against photorealistic, it's just that, like, if you shoot for that and you don't hit it, you're really far off. It kind of actually reminds me of, um, like, you guys remember, like, computer graphics in movies circa the early 2000s? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the time, like, that was, like, cool and such. You're like, man, they can do, like, these monsters and stuff that aren't, aren't actually there. And now you go watch those movies, you're like, oh, that looks... <laughs> my mm, might want to remaster that one. You, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> right, right. Like, right yeah. I think that they instantly age their games by doing this kind of thing. And we saw this even going back to like, uh, geez, even going back to like Super Nintendo time, like Donkey Kong Country looks older than a lot of games on the console now because like of art direction that they chose. Um, going back to like GameCube, Wind Waker looks like a fantastic game now where something like any sports game during that title really doesn't. Uh, it's all based on art style. So that's something I learned, and it's actually something I think Nintendo does pretty well most of the time. Not always, yeah, but yeah. most of the time. Yeah, and, and I think it's a good point you made because like if we're going to talk about graphical output, I mean, look, the PC is just the, just the winner. Like, let's, let's be honest. Like, you know, if you want to have the most like 
photorealistic graphical output kind of game like you're gonna build a pc you're gonna get the best graphics card you can with your money and it's just gonna be great um and you know but for for those who may not want to do that and want to have somewhat of a decent experience at least they would go with the sony platform which is totally valid because you know everybody will have the same you know they're on equal level footing everyone's going to see the same thing um and yeah i i, I do agree like you know, if you're going to shoot for a graphical output, you you better nail it. And uh, it, it's the bar set so high. And if but if you were going to do something like Kina, um, you you're 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 exploring uncharted territory in terms of like the art styles you can put, like whether it's like with softer edges on the faces or different polygons, like or just like there's there's always different ways to like make a game look good without having to have like the the greatest and latest or greatest and greatest like graphics like 4k like oh it's gonna look like as if you can see the sweat out of like someone's like face or something so um i, I think that's just my hot take i i mean for me like i still have a soft spot for sony and i do want to see them do well um this wasn't their best presentation but uh i am hopeful that uh, you know they they can come up with something much better the next time around, and I mean it, it's it's risky. Like you know they're they're I don't know it, it there there's obviously things that I have mentioned before where I'm just like man why did they do this what is going on but I remain optimistic and I think it's important for something to do well right because like look. Um, you know, you have Nintendo, which is obviously killing it. And then you have Xbox, which, Daryl, you actually said that um, you were actually pretty impressed by what they were showing. And I need Sony to be up there, man. Like, come on. This is like, we all we all try to strive to be better, you know? And I, I need Sony to step up their game again. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, even in, like, the way to do events. Like, they canceled PSX, right? And I'm just like, yo, that's, like, the best thing has ever happened to them. You know, honestly, because then you're you have people who are engaged in that, and I'm I'm going on, but that's that's my opinion about it. So, all right, let's let's move on. Uh, okay. Sergio, you want to pick a question? Yeah, I like this one by Green Ten Dog. He asked, "What kind of new IP would you like Nintendo to develop?" And I've always always wanted a very good and very deep survival horror game from Nintendo. Basically, geist, but good. <laughs> and, and fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't play that much. I, I, I shouldn't be talking. But from what I know, I, I believe there were a couple of issues with the game. And it wasn't really that all that it could be. It had some technical issues. But yeah, imagine like a really good, uh, even like a brand new IP, um, especially... That would be very nice, and that would be something that Nintendo hasn't really done besides Geist, and they kind of didn't really do that well on that one. It was an interesting game. Like, I don't think it was good. <laughs> I'm not trying to defend <laughs> it too much, but it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it, it shows you that Nintendo kind of wants to try something with that genre. So, yeah, go for it. Try again. Okay. What about you, Kevin? And And, and let's let's... Let's try to keep it to like existing at least ideas in video games. Yeah, so no no basketball thieves, I know. Yeah, maybe combine like normal genres to make them, so, you know something 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 that Nintendo should do. 
Man. No polar bear adventure games. Oh, although wait. we all know that would be your answer either way. Well, that mean that would be great. I mean, and then like, if somehow Nintendo could work with like Coca Cola, I mean, you know, that would <laughs> I think that'd be a winning a winning uh, combination. Ah, oh, shoot. So, what what kind of game Nintendo could do on their platform? Um, yeah, like new IP. A new IP. Okay, new IP. Man, I mean. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I am a big fan of a series of games from Kairosoft, right? They do, like, simulation games like Game Dev Story and Grand Prix Story and, like, things with soccer, baseball, um, making your own animes, uh, making your own sushi shop. I want Nintendo to have, you know, to create their own... uh, this IP where it's like a simulator, right? Like something similar to game dev story where you, you're actually a game dev shop and you create your own, you know, games. And wouldn't it be so gosh darn cool if like you had, if it's like a game dev story, like similar type of game where, you know, you're a game dev shop and you're making like the next like link, but it's not really called link. Maybe it's called blink, you know, blink the legend of the legend of, uh, Link to the past. Yeah, link to the past, <laughs> or the Legend of Melda, a, br- a, a running away from the brink. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm coming up with this, these lame titles, but like, just something that like, uh, can just spark that. Like it's kind of like Animal Crossing, but maybe fun and good. You know, I just want well, some. <laughs> <laughs> I said maybe because you know it's 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 risky, right? Because like, um, you know, easy Sergio. Yeah. <laughs> Because Animal Crossing is pretty much the they set the standard for like lifestyle simulation type of Sergio could probably explain it a lot better than I can, but um, but yeah, I just want something that like is like a, a simulation type of game where I can create my own games or like have my own sushi shop or I don't know like create my own racing team. But I want it in the Nintendo fashion, you know, have that same charm. Like I can imagine, like I can imagine, like hmm. I don't know, like if if it were still on the Wii, like you know, Wii Game Dev Shop, I don't know. That's why I was thinking. So, like, bear, bear with me because this is a little different at the outset, but you kind of want Nintendo to do, like, a football manager type of game? Y- yes. That's ex- Oh, okay. my gosh. That's exactly it. That I, I wanted them to do a football manager game, but I want it to be football manager, but actually fun and good. You know, I just want something that's just very <laughs> engaging and charming, and I meant that. I 100% meant that because I played football manager on the Switch for about 10 hours, and that was done. Um <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I, and there's a lot of things I can go about that, but I'm not going to talk about it here. Um, you know, so, yeah, I just want a, a manager simulation type of game from Nintendo. That'd be cool. I, admittedly, that'd be pretty cool because that, so that actually kind of ties into my answer. And I, I think I've said this on the show like a long time ago, though, so I'm going to say it again. I don't care. Um Nintendo is really good at moving into genres that are kind of bloated and awful and making them less bloated and awful and actually like combining mechanics and making them play really well, making everybody go, oh, you know, that's how you do it. Like a la platformers and uh, 3D, you know, third person shooters and, you know, fighting games in in a weird way with with Smash Brothers and such. Like they always have this, this way of moving into a genre completely changing the genre with a single game and then just kind of moving away from it or, or staying with that one game or whatever. Um, we saw it. I mean, 
geez, going back a ways, um, I'm not sure if they were the first one to do it, but with the Super Mario RPG and then Paper Mario, they really brought forward like interactivity to RPG battles. Um, with the Mario sports games, they bring in a level of simplicity and fun and arcadiness to the sports genres. They did it with Smash Brothers, Platoon. They did it with real-time strategy with Pikmin. You know, every a lot of their IPs kind of form from that, right? From this genre kind of sucks, or it's kind of hard to get into. Yeah. And here comes Nintendo, and they just come up with like this. Oh my God, this is brilliant. You know. Mm. Um and. The glowing example that I still have for that in gaming, I, I think that um, simulation games absolutely are there for sure. Mm-hmm. So like a Nintendoized version of that would be great. Um, but the one that I think I would have the most fun with personally is a MOBA. So oh, multi- multiplayer online battle arena. Um, so read that as, you know, Dota or League of Legends or, you know, Heroes of the Storm or... Uh, a ton of others arena valor is actually on switch um there's there's a bunch of of different moba style games and like i don't know about you guys but when i watch like a league of legends tournament even though i kind of know how that game plays i have no idea what i'm watching yeah it it takes a bit to understand like what's going on especially like if if you're just watching for the first time like there's just so many things going on like whether you're you know you're trying to push for the middle or you know you're i mean there's uh there's so many things or trying to get the tower it's just it's a lot the characters will kind of be moving around slowly and all of a sudden the commentators will like freak out about something i'm like wait what i what (laughs) what happened like oh this one dude like ran forward and okay cool (laughs) um but if there were ever a genre for nintendo to move into that would actually be like super fun like if they could put a spin on the moba um and and kind of nintendoize that do something like almost like a splatoon style um you know but for for that genre man i I, i'd be on board personally Mm. yeah that'd be great dang uh i mean you know, wait, did they release Awesome Knots on the Switch? I'm not sure. No. And uh Yeah. So I want everybody at the at the end of this episode, tweet at Ronimo Games, um, whatever their actual Twitter account is, Ronimo. Um that we want <laughs> we want uh Awesome Knots on Switch. And if you haven't looked into or played Awesome Knots, um it's almost the Smash Brothers for for MOBA. It's not quite there but it is a side-scrolling platforming much more fun version so at least for me so yeah Mm. i would love i would love that um all right next question kevin you want to pick one yeah but before i do i just want to make a correction um when i reference um simulation games to animal crossing and say maybe fun good i meant to say that I want a simulation game that would live up to Animal Crossing and hopefully be just as fun as ah, so it really we, we know you hate Animal Crossing secretly. That's not it's no, okay. It's all right. No, it's not true. Sergio, it's fine. Just me. pick another question. <laughs> so I just want to clear that up. I still have Animal Crossing. I have 150 hours on it right now. So uh, um, I think we have evidence to the contrary now. Uh, well, oh, so next question. Um, <laughs> let's see. What do we okay um huh i really like this one from dragon uh or dragon are the vast majority of quests in any certain game only ever at best a glorified chore if so 
What do you think makes us enjoy certain forms of chores in games more than others? Oh, if there were ever an expert to tell us why uh, video game chores are fun, I'm going to hand this to Sergio. Yeah. How you doing, man? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about video game chores? (laughs) I guess, yeah, a lot of it has to do with how it's done, how it's implemented, how the game makes you feel rewarded for it. Um, Yeah, we're talking about Animal Crossing. It's those rewards that take a while to really get somewhere uh, more tangible. You make very, very little progress every day until you see the evidence. Um, On the other side, you have something like Kevin's project. You know, you stuck at it for a bunch of hours and then you saw the fruit of your labor. And even then, like we talked, you you can't really do much with it yet. So, (laughs) yeah, I I guess a lot of it has to do how how you are rewarded. Um, I think Nintendo games do a really good job at that. They let you know that you got something... Uh, you see it, you recognize it, and it's always there, visible. Like you can go back and check your progress, and then it's gone, and then you kind of keep going for the rest. I, I feel like that's a good approach. I don't have anything to really add to that. I think that's yeah. that's accurate. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'll say is like sometimes video games are kind of a zone out, and there's nothing better for a zone out than just like not thinking too much about the game you're playing and chores and quests and such just kind of fall into that. Yeah. So when you wrote this question, uh, Dragon, man, I really, really think of Xenoblade. <laughs> like yeah. All oh the quests you could possibly want in that game. Um, should you do them all? Absolutely not. Uh, there's not much reason to, but yeah. Those are two perfect games to talk about. And yeah, like when, whenever we're doing quests in Xenoblade Chronicles, like just... It, <sighs> uh, after a certain point just stop and move on like seriously yeah. like call it call it done you go back if you want to later on but not now otherwise you get burnt out real fast yeah there's like what over ninety-seven thousand quests in in this game in, <laughs> that uh, sounds even, about uh, right <laughs> yeah but but back to animal crossing real quick um even though like every day it's like okay i'm gonna talk to through my villagers and then point you know point a tree and do some fishing um it it may seem like a glorified chore but honestly i have a fun time enjoying it because it's like you know i get to talk to my villagers like my favorite uh fuchsia i mean rudy and you know i you know talk Ah, nice yeah and you know uh (laughs) even though there was one time where i talked to him and he actually gave me a, a a bench like you know like the bench press thing like the machine where uh, it was supposed to be a gift but i forgot about it for a couple weeks and i gave it back to him (laughs) and he he had this text saying like oh i thought i gave this to you but i don't remember (laughs) i'm like oh yeah you're a a good friend kevin i you know and and i was like oh gosh please don't leave my island Oh man, and I wish I were paying more attention, but you know, I get so many things in my storage and I'm like, ah, oh, but I'm a terrible friend. But yeah, look, um, I think for certain games like Animal Crossing, um, I I just, I think it just, it's a case-by-case basis. Like for Animal Crossing, yeah, like these quests or these sort of like mini things you can do to get more Nook Miles, like it, it, it these are little things that just make my, my day. Uh, and yeah, so... There we go. All right. Um, 
think I'm going to go with a Big Shots question. Which video game character would you use to describe each host? You cannot describe yourself. I'm going to add that little criteria. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Ah, uh, oh boy. Okay, this is uh, kind of tough. I want to say air break, but I won't. But I should. <laughs> uh, let's see. Toast. Just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Sergio, you're peppy hair. You are. What? You're, what? You're, you're the wise one who knows how to do everything. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're the one who gives us a device. Yep, you're, you're peppy hair. <laughs> Kevin, you're slippy toed. You ah. just are. Oh, you just okay. are. You could say, you know, Fox save me, and it would just, it would just sound right. That's just it. <laughs> and if that, that... makes me uh, Star Fox, fine. I'm good with that. <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't, I didn't say that. So there you go. Oh, that's good. Oh gosh, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> no, this is, that was actually. I'm I wanted to set the tone. You can't do worse than that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually thought that was pretty good. No, that now, was great. That was great. Yeah, not to top that or match that at least. Like, damn. Yeah. Okay, um, Sergio, I think you're Link. You know, you don't uh, you you don't use your words to your your words aren't your strength, but your actions are. And you know, you you you've gone through many you know adventures and 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 you know journeys and stuff. And you know, you your your sword. I see your sword is like editing. You know, you're very good at editing. <laughs> your, your words aren't your strength, he said to the guy who was on two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's your actions. But it is true. In the background of some of our shows, you just suddenly hear, <laughs> yeah, That's what I meant. Like, like obviously, like, when, when Sergio, when you talk, like, it's always great to, to hear because, like, you know, you're not the most talkative person, um, but I think what you do behind the scenes and editing and, like, ma- making my killer queen black, like, just shine. I mean, it's just, like, those little things, you know, really, um, <laughs> they really make a huge difference. Uh, so I think you are the link of our group. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so Daryl. Who do I think you are? I think you are. I have to get back to you. I haven't. Ah, this is hard. Go ahead, Sergio. <laughs> there's only two of us. Actually, there's, there's not. So, um, first of all, I am not describing my wife as a video game character. I'm just not going to do it. Okay. Nope. <laughs> uh, but you know, if I, you know, if I were to describe Shy Guy, you know what? Got to go with Falco. Man, just you know, a <laughs> little grumpy sometimes, you know, a oh, little competitive sometimes, but generally, you know, extremely talented and somebody you want on your side. So, yeah, yeah, nice, dang, that's okay, Daryl. I got it, man. You're you're like Rivali from Breath of the Wild. I, I mean, <laughs> you, you have this like you can be a little cocky, you know, so you're... basically Falco. <laughs> You're basically Falco, yeah. You're basically Falco, but I don't know. Like when I when I uh, well, the last time I played Breath of the Wild, uh, and I remember you know having that conversation with Rivali. Like I'm like, man, this guy is like, he's pretty pretty confident. He's pretty cool. And I'm like, yo, that's Daryl, man. I mean, that's got to be Daryl, dude. Oh God. Uh, I know. Is it? It's all it... an act. Oh, um, okay. But I'll take uh, it. I'll take it. Okay. Like it. Great. So Sergio's Link, <laughs> Daryl's Rivali. <laughs> 
so that makes I? that makes shy guy that makes shy guy damn i don't know uh, <laughs> uh mifa no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. uh I'm, I'm trying to think this one's hard because like I'm, I'm going off the legend of zelda um mm. theme but oh why am i having a hard time with this um I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a little bit, Sergio. You go. Well, the one that I'm able to figure out f- quicker is uh, Tetra for you, Kevin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> because you are always with us. You 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 help us. You're part of the team, but you have the energy that sometimes we don't have, or uh, the spice that we sometimes don't have. The Definitely the energy. So I thought of Tetra for sure. And okay. for Zero, that's a, that's a good one. I I also think Link, but not I guess at least not the you know quiet person type of. Vibe. <laughs> so am I going the excuse me princess vibe? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean in the getting things done part, the reliable hero. You know, uh, if things go dark, if. Evil is around, you know you're safe. With Link, you know you're safe with Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> might be the nicest thing anybody has ever said to me, so... Thanks. No, but I mean it. All right. Dang, that's pretty so, good. So who's TJ in, in Zelda? We gotta, we gotta nail this down. Uh, Who? Oh, man. I mean... Because when I think of TJ, I think of, like, modesty, right? Like, you know, he's probably the most modest person I've ever met in my life. Like... Uh, like mm. even when we play Rocket League or any game, even Splatoon, like, like who, like which character shines modesty? I mean, that's TJ. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. God, I don't, I don't want to say it. Oh please, what is it? <laughs> oh, I just went Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, there we go. Oh man. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I approve. Man, we are really good at this. Except me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, what does it say about us and about Nintendo that we kind of just all defaulted to Zelda? Yeah. Except, except for me who defaulted yes, to Star yes. Fox because, <laughs> because reasons. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't even know what to put me in. But, I, gosh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know if there's a Nintendo character to put myself Kevin, in. Kevin, you are Nathan Drake. And you're just like, <laughs> Yes, I'm yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. I can't wait to break right now. <laughs> yeah. he runs around his apartment, hands raised, like I oh, that it's me. It's me. Oh man. Uh, you know what? Um, I, I, oh, this is hard. I. Well, you're not. You're not supposed to give yourself anybody. That's I the fun you, of it. Oh, I thought you gave yourself. Um. You said no, you were Starbucks. No, no, I said if, if people would assume, you know, that I was, I wouldn't mind, but, you know. Which also works, I would say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, a fox gets things done for sure. That's true. <laughs> Depends on who's <laughs> playing. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so yeah. Sergio, you want to pick another question and get us out of this one? <laughs> that was the most drawn out answers. We've- oh, I love it. That was yeah, a great was question. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. For the record, uh, other listeners, more of that in the future. That's great. Oh, man. Um, that was, yeah. <laughs> well, I like this question by Shy Guy. He asked, 
Will eShop games remain playable on all Nintendo systems moving forward? Nope. And yeah, no. <laughs> it's I mean, it's a dream. It would be easy. I mean, no, it wouldn't be easy, but it would be nice for the consumers like us. But at some point, you know, the technology just shifts a certain way and you can't stay stuck with certain, uh, I guess, like a digital platform. It's basically what it is. Um I mean, it would be nice if you are able to carry over and if there's like an account system that Nintendo knows you have a copy of a game and then it just unlocks it on the next system. If they were, if they really wanted to do that, they could. If any company wanted to do that, they could, but they haven't because, you know, money. <laughs> money. I'm not going to pay an, uh, uh, again for F-Zero on the Switch, okay? Well, I, I guess I, I wouldn't mind, but... I did it for the Wii. <laughs> I did it for the Wii U. Why, Nintendo? <laughs> so my answer is no. I mean, it's already there, though. So Yeah. And you kind of paid for it. Kind I, did, of. I, I did kind of pay for it, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I, uh, <laughs> He's like, dang it, you got me got again, <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> got him. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Got it. Since that was kind of a quickie... Uh, in a similar vein, um, Big Shot again asks, uh, is there a limit to how many times a game can or should be ported? So I, I run into this real hard with the game that, mm. I mean, people who know me, my favorite game is The Wind Waker. Um, but, like, do I really want Wind Waker on Switch? Sure, maybe eventually it'd be nice, but am I, like, aching for it? No. I wouldn't say a limit either, like a two... Because you said it like a two console rule. I would just say it depends on how many generations back it was. Uh, maybe there's a certain amount when, you know, hey, it kind of makes sense to for that game to come back again. Because, you know, generations age and some people may not have had the chance to play that game in the, in the past. So definitely like older games, they should be more likely to get ported. But like I'm thinking, you know, the first Zelda hasn't really being done anything with and that would be very nice yeah that'd be good i don't think there should be a limit um and and i i like ports when uh they haven't been introduced to like a like a certain number of gamers like for example um like final fantasy 8 final fantasy 9 like it got ported to the switch and like tons of people who haven't played those games got the ability to play it or the the opportunity to play it um, right so uh there's that and then I mean, so that's the beauty of the Switch, right? Like, you're playing with all these different ports that came from different consoles, like, you know, like, the, like well, there's only, like, Microsoft and Sony. But, <laughs> uh, or, and, and actually, even mobile games, too. There are some mobile games, like uh, that Sushi game, right? The one that, um, you know, you can use the stylus. What, Shy Guy, or TJ, he, he got that game. What was it? Uh, I don't know. I forgot the name of the game. Uh, remind me. Anyway. Are you talking about Sushi Striker? Yeah, wasn't that a mobile game at first, or no? Nope, don't think so. Oh. All right, well, that's it for, for me for Nintendo Podcast. My name is Kevin, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, you know, you didn't hear any mistakes, I just, you know, it's all good. So, um, uh, you know, thanks for listening, and, uh, you know, we'll see you again in episode 103, you know, and and make sure, and hopefully Kevin will, uh, or me, hopefully I will uh, get it right. No, but okay. Um, this is going right. well. <laughs> I... I I'm feeling a little uncomfortable.
but it's okay because um i need to think of a game that is legit for this question um no i think final fantasy 8 and 9 are a good example so you guys know what i mean right so you want them on every console going forward well no 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 i'm not i'm saying there's well so there is a limit there, there well okay <laughs> let me let me let me say that there shouldn't be a limit but i think there should be in terms of like the different type of platform right like um there should be a limit, but it should be up to me. That's what, <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's a, that's, I, I'm going to go with it. That, 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 there we go. I'm going to talk on my butt. That's, that's my answer. <laughs> oh, my God. I am doing so bad with this. <laughs> let, me, let me just say, in terms of the Switch, because that's, I mean, that's the most relevant for all of us. Um, anything that they want to port from Wii U, I think, makes sense, because Wii U was a bomb. Yes. Like, it just was. Um, yeah. So if they want to port... Literally anything from Wii U to Switch, I completely understand why they're doing it. I'm completely on board with it. That's great. Um, it's when they start like, and I'm I'm also not gonna get upset when they start like, uh, you know, if they were to like release on Switch a uh, Super Mario All Stars Collection or something like that, a port of a port of a port, you know, or right, something right. like that. Um, I would probably you know. I, I I would roll my eyes a little bit, but also I'm just like I'm not going to be offended that it's on the system. You know, I just won't buy it if yeah, I don't exactly. want it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I yeah, I don't want to put a hard hard fast limit on it because I'm over here hoping that Xenoblade X, a game that I played for like a hundred hours on Wii U, comes to Switch because I don't know, I I want it to. I, I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, Kevin, you want to pick another question? Uh, so I, I, I'm going to just add this real quick before we go to the next question. Um, I don't think there should be a limit because I want for certain games because, uh, you know, I think there's like games like Chrono Trigger and... Um, yeah, which strangely does not get ported most of the right. time. <laughs> which is weird, but like something like that, like it should be cherished and played by generations like far, like far in the future. And I want, and I think there's games that are worth not limiting the ports, but there are games that are. I think that you're completely right there because, like, I think of I would really like to play Final Fantasy IV. Yes, I'd really like to play Final Fantasy IV. To do that right now, I either have to go to the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. the, like the original Super Nintendo. It's not even on the SNES Classic now. I know you can mod it on, but I don't condone that with the biggest air quotes on the, in the world. Um, <laughs> it, it's not on the online service on the, the Nintendo switch. It's not really released on Nintendo switch. So I'd either have to go back to the super Nintendo or I would have to emulate it somehow, which is illegal again, not condoning it. Um, or I would have to go to the game boy advance version or I'd have to go to like a yeah. mobile version. Like, why is this like, why don't I have final fantasy like, even just the ones that, that came out in the U.S. like in their original forms, like Final Fantasy 1, 4, and 6 on Switch. And if you want to throw 5 on there because it was on Game Boy Advance, if you want to throw 3 on there, that's great. And I know 2's gotten localized too, but like, why aren't those on Switch? I don't, I I, I would buy 4, 5, 6 like tomorrow if they came out. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and I totally agree. Um, and also, even games that are underrated that people have never heard of before, you know, like um, even with Mike Z, talk about Wild Arms 4. I didn't know they had a fourth Wild Arms. I want to play that. And 
let's just say I don't know the Dog Island. Like I want to play that. You know, I mean, I. <laughs> oh I do yes, you know? please. Yeah, I I actually do. I'm serious. I'm not talking out my. It's butt actually right a fun here. game. Yeah, I, yeah. I I want to I want I want to be like you know hey the Dog Island on eShop like right now right now. You want to be the Sniff Master. I want to be the Sniff Master. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord what did i just get myself into <laughs> all right kevin do you want to pick another question now? yeah i will oh thank i just want to say i think i saved myself from that question <laughs> with this but um yeah okay so soundscape 419 asked is nintendo in its prime with the switch when it comes to its games Ooh. Hmm. sergio that's interesting i want to say it it was very early on because it had, it started with a big hit, Zelda, you know, like a brand new, quote-unquote, best Zelda today. Very, definitely the most different. It, and very early on, too, it also got a very good Mario game. And it's just getting a lot of good hits. But it, at the same time, it doesn't have a lot of staples. It doesn't have its own unique Mario Kart. It doesn't have some of the Mario Sports games. So... I want to say yes. I want to say yes, it's at its prime and it was there fairly early on and it's just kept a good consistent amount of new releases coming out, like important AAA games from Nintendo. But I want to say the Switch hit the ground running and it's it's been fantastic, to be honest. This is a hard question. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, what is a prime? You know, like... <laughs> so... And the closest I get, so when people talk about Disney movies, um, which Disney and Nintendo are, are more close, you know, to each other than than uh, most other companies are. Um, but when I think about Disney movies, there's an era referred to as the golden era of of their animated movies, which is typically like the early uh, animated movies, the, the Cinderellas and Snow Whites and such. And then there's the Silver Age, which um, I, I may be messing this up, but is is the more modern ones? Um, you know, they had they had releases like Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and The Little Mermaid and such, and those are those are kind of considered two different eras, and they're kind of held in different esteems. It's almost kind of the same thing with Nintendo because you can make a point that like Nintendo is doing a lot of things, and I mean a lot of things right lately. Um, they're, they have their why moments still. I don't think that'll ever go away with this company, but, uh, like a lot of the things that they're doing, a lot of the games that they're putting out are like just pure bangers. Like if you look at the first year of switch, uh, some of my very favorite games came out on switch that year. Uh, so breath of the wild Splatoon two, the best Mario Kart, I think, um, super Mario Odyssey is a great Mario game. Yeah. Like, uh, Xenoblade Two. I mean, there was a, there was a ton of really, really, really good games. Mm. If I didn't, I think I mentioned Splatoon Two. I hope I mentioned Splatoon Two. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but so you've got that. But then, like, is this the prime, or would you go back to an era like Super Mario sixty four, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart sixty four, the original Smash Brothers? That's a hard era to beat. Would you yeah. go back farther to the Super Nintendo or you got like Legend of Zelda Link to the Past and Super Metroid and Super Mario World of all things and a, a ton of others? Like, wh where do you want to put your prime here, you know? Yeah, I have to share the same sentence with you. Like, it's really hard to pinpoint Nintendo's prime when it comes 
to this game, especially with the Switch. I mean, I felt like it's just been very consistent year after year. I mean, and you mentioned like the bangers like Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, ARMS to a certain point, which I wish it had more attention. Um, and even this year, like, gosh, Animal Crossing, holy shoot, like how, and in, in a time when, you know, with the whole COVID, like, it, it could not have come at a more perfect time. I mean, I I don't want to say it's in this prime. I just think it's just very, very good consistently. Um, I think I th- the Switch is becoming the best console very yeah. quickly. It's probably already there. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I mean, I have it right next to me right now. And, like, even me just... Too. <laughs> <laughs> well very good so, let's yeah. play something here we go <laughs> we, <Okay>. we <laughs> boot up mahjong let's do it oh yeah oh man um i'm gonna save my comments for mahjong in our game of the month episode but yeah uh yeah i don't know this is this is hard i've said i don't know like so many times this this episode oh gosh but <laughs> yeah jeez. uh i think yeah. that i let me let me put it this way. I think that everybody will be happy with. I think Nintendo is in a prime right now. I think it's definitely the <laughs> highest the highest area it's been in terms of its games in a very long time. Like I thought that the Wii U had a great library, but that's kind of the same time frame we're we're, we're still in. Um, so like as far as the games on Switch, man, there's a lot of good games on Switch, and man, a lot of those are Nintendo games. So yeah, I think I think you could definitely classify this as a prime as soon as you start uh comparing it particularly to the 64 era and the super nintendo era um i think everybody's just gonna have different opinions on that and i don't even know what my opinion is on it to be honest i'm trying yeah yeah it's hard yeah i i kind of well i hope i can make this reference but it it kind of reminds me of basketball like you know the different like everyone talks about their favorite players in different eras or, or like or how like even um the 90s like it was like the best era of basketball or the 2000s the best era of basketball or even the last decade um i think each era has its own like you know like it's it's its own greatness and like with the games especially with nintendo like SNES, they they shine like at one point and then you have n64 and the even the wii uh, so no, let's forget that one. Uh, oh, uh, oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I'm, I'm so, mostly kidding. It, it, <laughs> that, <laughs> Wii bowling was super good guys. Um, I nah, like Wii there, tennis too, but yeah. Uh, yeah, there were, there were good games on Wii. There were good games. Okay, cool. It's a hard question. Uh, yeah. I don't I'll be thinking oof. about that one. Like I'll be laying, laying in bed awake at night thinking about that one. Like is Nintendo in its prime? Is this a prime? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, my turn for a question, and we can do a couple more. I think. Yeah. Big shots seems relevant again. Uh-huh. Kudos to you, man. Asking really good questions. Uh, do we have any predictions for what could have been revealed, or what could shortly be revealed that would have been at E3? So, point of reference, as of today, E3 would have been two days ago. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's oh. presentation at E3 would have been two days ago. Yeah, that hit oh, me on goodness. the day, like just sometime mid morning. I'm like, man, I'd be watching Treehouse right now. Yeah, I and I love those videos, and they go into depth, and you, they talk to like the devs or like the, or you know the 
the game artists or whoever is also involved at times, or and even like the little mini tournaments, like with um, Super Mario Maker Two and Arms. Oh, I miss those. Yeah, I have one, and it's gonna happen next week for sure. Uh, this was, this was actually this is a prelude to our weekly question of the week, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> my prediction, which is gonna happen next week, mark it. The next character for uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate DLC is going to come out next week on the 16th, which is the third anniversary of ARMS coming out for the Switch. Oh. This character is going to be brand new because the character is also going to be added to ARMS on the same day. Yo, that is great. Dude, I would Hold love up. that. Uh, Actually, when you were saying that, I I started going down the ARMS 2 path, which I would also love. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this character is from ARMS, but not (laughs) the ARMS you know. (laughs) Oh, that'd be cool, too. Like, I'm trying to think of what the reaction to that would be. I don't know what the reaction to that would be, but I'd I'd be yelling as long as it's not like, as long as it's a good character. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go off a whim. All right. Okay, Ring Fit Adventure Two. <laughs> I just want to be. They can't amazing. even keep the first one in stock. What are they gonna <laughs> do with two of them? <laughs> I know, but I mean, just okay. But for but in the real, like, just something like a. I, I want. I'm gonna. I I'm predicting there's gonna be a new game that they're gonna talk about that has to do with some sort of exercise that is within the same realm of Ring Fit Adventure. That's what I'm gonna predict. Okay, so I, I believe the the Mario rumors. Um, so I think we're gonna see a lot of Mario games, but that's cheating. Hmm. Um, I believe hmm. the Pikmin rumor. I think we're gonna see Pikmin three deluxe of some sort, but that's cheating. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, since we're in the subject, do you believe in the Metroid Prime trilogy? Rumor? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh nice. It's a slam dunk. I just don't know when. <laughs> yeah, Nobody does. Yep. Um, I think we would have seen a trailer for uh, Breath of the Wild 2, mm. which cool. makes me super sad that it didn't actually happen, but alas, uh, but for a brand new game, I'm going to go with something, something multiplayer, something Zelda Four Swords, Metroid oh. Federation Force, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> which was like, for the record, Hosted a Nintendo show saying this. That was a good game. That was a very good game, and everybody hated it. Uh, at least like the reveal of it, and I completely get why you did. That was a good game. So whatever. Um, yeah, Zelda <laughs> Zelda Four Swords feels right to me, and oh. like it being revealed like right around the corner from when Crystal Chronicles is coming out feels even more right to me. So yeah. oh. <laughs> Uh, Mario Golf feels imminent too, so yeah. Oh, that'd be so nice. Yeah, or Super Mario Strikers. I would like that too. Uh, it would not be a surprise if that's the next thing uh, Next Level Games is working on after Luigi's Mansion. Mm. Ah. Okay. Um, let's see. How many questions have we we got? We've gotten through quite a few. I think Shy Guy had one more. You want to ask the the mushroom king? Okay, let's let's end on that one. Okay, here we go. If Nintendo added a character to the Mushroom Kingdom, human or animal, name, and this is from TJ. Ooh, Sergio, 
What say you? Mm, I know the animal. I'm trying to figure out the name. But I want to see a giraffe. And I'm not sure if it's like green, like just like a like if Yoshi eats a giraffe and it, he kind of transforms into one. Actually, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> there we go. I'll come back to you with a name. Mm. Uh, he left it open for human characters. I would argue that there are no human characters in the Mushroom Kingdom. We learned that when Mario went to New Dong City and did not look like any of the humans there. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. So they're all monsters in their own way. Um, yeah, names are hard. Because <laughs> like I'm going down, I'm going down the path of like Spike, right? Or ah, the hmm, character named Boom Boom. You know that's already a thing. Like that. <laughs> like how do you get much better than that? Uh, I, I just I want to go with a new type of like bomb character. So we've already got Bomb. We've already got um, but we've got like multiple. A lot of times in the, the Mario f- series, like comes up with like. Kind of like side excursions to people, like to characters like Whomp and Thwomp are two different things. Um, so I, I kind of want like Bob Bang. Bob Bang. <laughs> and he does Perfect. something different. Like, I don't even know. Like, starts blowing up and running forward or something. Like, yeah, I, I want Bob Bang. There we go. Nice. So normally I would say Polar Bear, but I'm not going to do that because that's cheating. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's a hippo. Okay. You know, I don't see hippos in video games. <laughs> and, and don't say there's a reason why, but there should be, okay? Um, I uh, There's a commercial back in the days where they used to advertise the Hungry Hippo game. You know, Hungry Hungry Hippo. We're not advertising that. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> uh, so I want some sort of, like, hippo, you know? And, and, and it doesn't have to be, like, a main character or, well... Maker's Mario. A main, Excuse me. a main character in the Mushroom Kingdom. That's a very short list there, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a second. Mario, Luigi. Well, yeah. Uh, it, it would be a significant character, and it would be a hippo. And this hippo will would be like some sort of guide. I don't know. I just, I just want to see hippo, man. And the name, Hippie. H-I-P-P-Y. Not I-E. <laughs> oh i'd love that and he has like <laughs> long hair and sunglasses yeah kind of like kind of like harvey from animal crossing but yeah that'd be perfect <laughs> a little on the form. nose but yeah, i'd love it and, and then add him to um to mario tennis yeah that'd be great oh my gosh yo Ooh. you hear that nintendo <laughs> make it happen. Guess, yeah make it happen and then guess new tennis game <laughs> okay there we go perfect <laughs> so <laughs> kidding i'm not kidding What's what's the name, nice. Serge? The name is Giraffe. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> better than a, I hoped. It's a it's a baby giraffe, but basically it's a stack of five Yoshis in terms of height, and it is a baby, so you do not have control over Giraffe. He or she goes where they want. You just go with the flow. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> I like it. Whatever. Yeah, we're doing it. That's it. <laughs> I'm tapped. Sergio, It's. I think it's time for us to ask our own questions. <laughs> By the way, yeah. uh, for the people who came in clutch with these questions, like actually really strong questions. Like not bad. I, I liked that a lot. So <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, Thank thanks. you. 
All right, Sergio, it's your time. Yes. Last week we asked, what video game genre do you wish you liked more? And we have a few answers from the people on our Discord. For example, Big Shot said, probably the traditional turn-based RPG. I find myself getting bored waiting for my turn. So it makes me appreciate games like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 more, where I feel like I'm doing something in combat all the time and I'm not waiting. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Lama Libre said, I really wish I liked platformers more. They just frustrate me and I usually won't pick up a game if I know that's the general draw to it. I can kind of relate to that. For a while, I wasn't into platformers. Dragon said, I feel like first-person shooters tend tend to hit that nail on the head for me. And no, I'm not taking a big deuce on Call of Duty, but I feel a lot more comfortable (laughs) with third-person shooters in comparison. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like Nintendo kind of knows that and they took advantage of that with Splatoon and, man, it worked. And I mean, even going back to like Metroid Prime, like they kind of redefined what first person was and kind of made it work. Yeah. Yep. Green Tendox said, I would also choose first person shooter. They can seem repetitive to me. I like games that have third person shooter mechanics, but I don't think I would like them as much if they were in first person perspective. <laughs> and our last answer for this week is by Cube. And they said, the genre I always wanted to like to get into but never could would be strategy slash tactics games especially real-time strategy games i just don't have the right perspective or mindset or whatever to actually get good at them i think a lot of it with those games is dedication too because they can be a little bit slower you know than your typical more action heavy games so you kind of have to know what you're getting into and you have to put the time in yeah, when you're in a when you're in some sort of multiplayer game, and MOBAs do this too. When you're in some sort of mo- uh, multiplayer game, that like little errors that you make early on are gonna come back to bite you like 45 minutes into the game. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of an ask for me. At that point. <laughs> like mm, maybe no, maybe I don't do this. <laughs> yeah. So, what about you guys? What genre do you wish you liked more, or you got more into it? Oh, this one's an easy one. I don't even think about it. MOBAs, man. Uh, you know, I was introduced to it about 11 years ago with my friends, and I just sucked so bad at it. And then I had even... I got yelled at, I mean, just like for mistakes, and I had a really crappy time. And, um, and, and I don't mean to blame my friends for this. Shout out to my friends, like... We're still we're still pretty good friends. Uh, uh, jerks. It, it's just the nature of the game, right? Because then, like for MOBA, is like, like, and Daryl just alluded to it. Like, if you make one little mistake and it bites you forty five minutes later, like that just kills the whole thing. And um, my introduction with MOBAs was with Han or Heroes of New Earth, and it was really hard to, I guess, get into it and understand like how to like the strategy and how to play and stuff. Uh, League of Legends or LoL, it was a bit easier. I thought Awesome Knots did a good job with like getting me into the whole thing, uh, but and and it's a little different because that's a 2D MOBA. But yeah, I, I just it, yeah, and I did too. And, like it's a very good game. But yeah, I wish I got more into MOBAs. And honestly, if I mean, look, Daryl mentioned it earlier, right? Nintendo, please, Nintendo, please make a MOBA game. Okay? Show everybody how to do this. Yeah, please. I mean, you already blew the shooter genre out of the water, right? I mean, Call of Duty is, like, not even that good anymore. 
<laughs> compared to Splatoon. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, no, and I, I'm not sorry about saying that, you know, I think Splatoon is a very, very good game. Now, I just, Nintendo, please, make a MOBA game. Now, I do, I take a little bit of offense to that statement because you are implying that Call of Duty was once good. <laughs> Correct. Sorry. Sorry. No. And, and you know what? Don't be sorry because that's exactly how I feel. I think Call of Duty was good before, but I think that now, granted, they did change it a little bit with the Warzone stuff with, you know, kind of like their Battle Royale. Um, but in my eyes, I think Call of Duty has done the same thing way too long. Um, they did now, granted, they did it a little better with Warzone, but I, I want something different, man. I'm not sorry. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so for me, genre, um, I wish I was more into it's a it's a genre I'll play. Uh, but I've mentioned it before. Um, roguelikes, the uh, roguelikes always kind of like I kind of feel like I'm missing something in roguelikes. Like I, I know people who will play like hundreds and hundreds of hours of of games like uh, Dead Cells and and Binding of Isaac and um, all these other roguelikes because they're made to be kind of these perennial games you know you start a full run and then you know maybe that run goes well maybe it doesn't whatever but you unlock some stuff and you can start over again and, and such and that's kind of the gameplay loop um i'm always like super into them for a little bit and then i'm done and i'm just done uh i don't know I, I don't know if that's just me like having more stuff to play or if it's just kind of a thing with the genre but i, I do kind of feel like i don't quite get it Especially with games like um, Enter the Gungeon, I've tried to play several times, and I, I, I just don't like it. And that's just how it is, I guess. I don't, I don't know. No, I can understand that. I mean, like, uh, I felt the same way with Flint Hook. Like when I played that roguelike, and I played for about several hours, but then I was like, oh gosh, like, uh, it just got to a point where I'm like, I don't want to go through the same sort of, even though it's random, procedurally generated, randomly generated dungeons. Like, oh, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I can get. But it still starts you off like super easy the second time and such. Yeah. Like, so you've got to like play for like 15 minutes of mind numbing to get back to a challenge and then you die and then you do it again. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's, it's maybe not for me, honestly. Yeah. And some, of, mean, some of them do really well. Like One Step from Eden, um, I would still play oh, that yeah. game. Uh, but I think that that's more a function of its actual gameplay than anything. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. And man... I definitely need to get back to one step from Eden. Do they have any updates since the last time we talked about it? I don't know. Not that I know of. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, before we end this, uh, I do want to say that um, I I don't want to, you know, just <laughs> take a big deuce on Call of Duty. I still appreciate it as part of my gaming history, but I just I'm just not into it anymore. Like, kind of like Pokemon. No, I'm kidding. I'm so into Pokemon. <laughs> I <laughs> I it, look. You know, this is a Great thing to talk about because the, the new expansion is coming out. Yes, yes, <laughs> and I I'm so excited. Like Sergio, like when I mes- mes- mentioned that in the channel, I was like, "Yo, the Owl Armor <laughs> is coming, dude! I can't wait." Oh, <laughs> yo, I don't know about that, but okay, <laughs> can't wait, dude! Kung yeah. Fu looks awesome. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna stop playing Animal Crossing for Pokemon, huh? Absolutely, yo, perfect, man. You're gonna. I mean, yo, like, and if you you want to know how much Daryl loves Pokemon, check out our Pokemon Sword and Shield episode. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All my heart, guys. All my heart. 
he rated it higher than me. So he definitely loves it. I, <laughs> so it's very true. <laughs> All right. Um nice. Sergio. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, for a genre that I wish I like more, definitely open world games. I just I I don't I kind of feel like I I do get overwhelmed a little bit like when you go out there and it's this huge world even if it's nice even if it's in a Zelda game like Breath of the Wild ah uh, it just turns me off like having so many options I I guess I I like having a little more direction and I feel like a lot of games I'm, I'm not accusing Breath of the Wild of this I can't yet cuz I haven't played enough of it but a lot of open world games they just make a huge world just because they can and it's like oh look at this world it's huge you can explore all of it and it's not really that fun Um, oh yeah i mean it can be for sure but it it depends it has to be done well um yeah they they just don't entice me if a game is open world i'm very very likely not to play it i mean look at zelda breath of the wild so i like like we kind of keep talking about it i think that xenoblade would be interesting for you Mm. Because mm. it's got like huge expansive areas and you get kind of that open world theme feel, whatever, but it's also kind of a linear game and it's also kind of a driven game. So if you want to just like move on, you can just move on. Nice. I don't know. I th- I, th- I think it might be worth a look at some point. Maybe not right now, but at some point. Oh, cool. Thanks. I have to 235% agree and Sergio. <laughs> I think this whole episode has been... Trying to get Sergio to get his Elbow Chronicles <laughs> Definitive Edition. Um, but anyway, yeah. Save us. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, like we mentioned earlier, for this week's weekly question of the week, we were asking you, and now we are, make a prediction about a Nintendo announcement for this summer. So, yeah, we're not getting an E3. We're very likely not getting a direct. Nintendo's probably just going to announce something out of not thin air any day now. So, what do you expect? What do you want? What is your prediction? And I guess for us, we can make another one next week. Yep. We got to do something different. <laughs> I'm ready for next week. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. We're going to jump out of here. But you can keep the discussion going by chatting with us on our Discord group. The description for this episode has a link to our Discord if you would like to join. We are on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump. And we also have a Facebook group. Please send us any feedback you have at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. The best way to support this show is through our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash nintendojump, or by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. We would really appreciate it. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl and Kevin, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. See you guys. I'm trying my best, but I'm trying to just hum time to fight with, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. I give myself 56% out of 100. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.